0: What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 <laughs> it's two a.m. It's two a.m. Welcome, 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 guys, to the Two Awkward Millennials podcast. I am joined by my partner in argumentative banter, Hendrix podcast okay and i am casey and the place to be and that place is a 2 a.m podcast each and every monday bringing you our aqua take on pop culture life love and the millennial experience what it do hello hello good people
1: <laughs> how are you guys doing um i don't know if you guys noticed that this is a uh, Every other week podcast, but it is. Shut
0: up. Like nobody asked you for that. Like, shut your ass up.
1: <laughs> we announced that last week. Nobody paid we this attention.
0: shut up. No, I'm just lying.
1: But uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us on this episode. Um, yeah, we
0: anyways, I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Hope you all are living your best life or you know, or at least staying warm. If you live somewhere hot, fuck you, stay cold. I don't know. Um, but you know, whatever. Dancing and emphasizing, trapping out the bando, doing all the ratchetry and bullshit that you want. You know what I'm saying? Being the best version of you. Isn't that right Hendrix?
1: I don't know what the best version of me is, so I can't comment on that.
0: No shit, me either. <laughs> you know what?
1: You know what I'm <laughs> saying? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Me either. Um, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Okay. Well, <laughs> so how have you been?
0: I've been okay. You know, still the same bitch from the other week or whatever. <laughs> Just uh, <laughs> you
1: say that, like it's such a good thing. huh?
0: It is a good thing. I mean, you know, I'm constantly growing and being a better version of myself. You know, constantly being. What's
1: the opposite of growing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to cook that up. That's what I'm going
0: to do. <laughs> What, um, you know, constantly growing, regressing? Would that be regressing? Mm-hmm. Constantly progressing. I'm pushing forward, sending good vibes and energies your way. You know that way. You're a liar. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my energies, nigga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Overall, you know, shit has been. Everything is everything. You understand. Know Work is cool for the most part. Um, this old bitch got a problem with me now, ladies. Maybe this is a woman thing. I don't know specifically. Maybe men deal with this, Hendrix. You let me know.
1: No, we deal with it too.
0: Okay, so it's this woman, older woman, probably old enough to be my parent, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't like me for any reason. We have never exchanged any kind of words, never had a conversation of falling out, uh any kind of issue. And she just grims me all fucking day, looking evil all fucking day. She was supposed to, like, she needed to ask me something. Instead of asking me, she asked somebody else. Like, she asked my superior. And it was just kind of like, what?
1: I don't understand why people in the workplace don't understand that you will get punched in the fucking face. I don't understand that. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> she do, the,
0: no, she do need to get punched in her fucking face. I don't know what the fucking problem is. Like, I don't do anything to you. Like, I didn't do anything. Like I said, she, was, she started fucking up my job. Because, like, what she does directly affects me. And so, I literally just started, like, being on some bullshit and started telling. I fight like the white person, the white people in the workplace. Like, I'm telling. I'm going to throw your whole book at your ass. Talking about some, mm-mm, you're in violation, bitch.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a preventative measure, measure, um, yeah, I'm definitely addressing it to a superior and when you come and confront me about it, you might get punched in the fucking face. I don't understand. No, what she know better than understand. the
0: station. She ain't gonna come to me because she gonna get told, told on again. <laughs> get your ass walked right out of that bitch. Then you know, I don't keep going. So they put papers on your ass. Tell me some a write up, <laughs> bitch. i mean, fucked up. That's why like the last time when I was like when I first started working for my company, um, a, a minute. ago, shit, I'm working for six years. shit. First started working for them couple uh, years ago or whatever i had an issue with a young lady and i went straight to labor on her ass try me okay hr (laughs) speed
1: dial and that's another thing i don't understand like i'm going into my fourth year working at my job i don't understand why this nigga did you know niggas that just started like a couple months ago want to come tell me how to do my fucking job or tell me what the fuck they're not gonna do
0: Oh, I love what well, I'm not gonna do, ass motherfucker.
1: Like, yeah, you're gonna do that I'm shit. I'm like, buddy. I'm not
0: doing that. Oh, but you are.
1: So, nigga, I got the power to get your ass the fuck up out of here.
0: Even though I do that sometimes. But that's only if you try me to tell me to do some stupid shit. Fuck I'm like, oh, that's not in my job description. <laughs> i not doing that at all. But it's all good. Besides that, work is cool. You know what I'm saying? I'm back to be at work. I mean, happy to be back at work. Wow. Back to be at work. Because it's like, I don't really do shit. <laughs> It's at least I have work to do. Like, okay, wake up, go to work. Then I feel like I earned the sleep that I'm going to do for the rest of the day. When I wasn't working, it was just, I was just sleeping all fucking day with no rhyme or reason
1: behind it. Speaking of sleep, my sleep cycle was back uh, fucked up. I'm like, highly fucked up. Because, you know, normally you understand. You get up. By the time you get enough work, I'm going to sleep. Yeah, because so, I wake up at like 3. You know, we might change a text or two or whatever. But... Yeah, by the time you get, like, first break, I'm still up. So, yeah, this this kind of fucking with me. Like, I'm up until, like, 7 in the morning. Yeah, I get up at 11 and get up and start my day. Like, nothing's wrong. So, I need to get my sleep schedule back together because that shit is trash. I actually
0: was worried about my sleep schedule being fucked up after being off for so long. But it actually was fine. It wasn't actually really bad. But anyways, enough about fucking work because we do that enough anyway. Um, What's going on in your life, Hendrix?
1: Um, I guess this weekend, I know, it, it's cold, it's snowing, you know. That snow was pissing me off, not gonna lie. So, you know, as much as I don't want to be out and people, you know, I haven't actually been asked to do anything, so that's surprisingly good. Um, I've just been trying to, you know, work and get, you act know, after Christmas shit is terrible.
0: It is. I was supposed to go to the fucking auto show yesterday, I didn't go.
1: Like, that after Christmas shit is terrible, so I'm still, re- finally recovered from after Christmas, and, uh, well, after the holidays, and, you know, I'm just trying to hoard all my money and shit, be like Casey.
0: Shit, sure, I'm not the, you know, be better than me, <laughs> cause I'm on some bullshit. <laughs> I am trying to get my life together, I've been going hard back at the gym again, I actually have, like, a gym buddy, and it feels really good, because, like, when I'm, like, lazy and on bullshit, like, we had worked out like four days in a row, I think, or three days in a row. And I'm like, bitch, I'm sore. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, Are we going today? I'm like, I don't think so. And then she was like, Let's just go. We can do something light. And I'm like, You know what? I need people like that in my life. Because, and we didn't do that in light. We actually worked <laughs> did more of that day than we did any other day. But it was just the getting there that, um,. That is what I needed. That push to be like, okay, no bitch, you're going to the gym. So that's been feeling good. Trying to get my diet and everything ready so I can wear nothing but body glitter to Coachella this year. Um, and that's pretty much. <laughs> what I'm, <doing>. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, I'm excited about going to Coachella. It's funny because like, especially social media, you know, everybody on like some cap shit. And I was thinking about it, like, when I do stuff or accomplish anything, I don't post about it. Like, the actual real shit I'm going on in my life, I don't really post about that shit. Like, I'm like I took a whole trip to London for a week, and there's nothing on none of my social media about it. And I didn't even realize it until I saw that somebody else said they went to London. And I'm like, damn, I did not even post about my trip. <laughs> like, y'all know more than social media, though.
1: I share the um, YouTube views from KC's page.
0: <laughs> but no, I really, I, I actually need to finish putting the bitches up, because I stopped. After I got back, I'm like... Shit, I got tired of editing that shit. But it actually might be easier when I have real internet to do it now. So maybe I'll maybe I'll make that my goal the next couple weeks to get all my videos up. But yeah, like, just thinking about shit like that. Um, but yeah, I went out yesterday with my friends, and it was like a damn blizzard. So that was interesting. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Auschwitz. We just went to dinner and went to the club, which was fun. You know what I'm saying? I like to dance and, you know, hustle and shit. Be great. So, it yeah, was cool. Yeah, that so it So. I, I don't, we don't go a lot. So, I'm not necessarily that in, tired of it. And then I did some real grown shit on Friday. The reason I said it was grown because I didn't even understand why I was there. Like, I mean, I know why I went. But and we went and, like, sat in a casino. And it's, like, this bar. And they have, like, live. It's, like, I have, like, a live cover band. And they're, like, singing yeah. and stuff. And we went through we this with the old people and the white ladies and, they was dancing Them and shit. Motherfuckers be drunk as shit. Oh, and they was fucked up. <laughs> and so, um, it was cool. We went, and I was, like, looking real dope. I have been really getting into, like, fashion. Like, I'm really, like, like putting pieces together. Like, certain things. Like, I had this off and on. I'm like, this is cute. I'm gonna put this together. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. So, that was cool. And that's pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't really no shit work. That's it. Um, you know, still put a chassis butt on my pussy. Not participating in that. I will say that... It is really, um, niggas are hard-headed. Like, I feel like really niggas are way (laughs) more confident in themselves than they should because I feel like it's a lot of men that feel like, maybe, Hendrix, you can attest or disagree, that feel like no matter what you say, that they can convince you otherwise or talk you out your draws. I think niggas really feel like that. And then what is this thing, men, that y'all feel like, if I offer her head, she'll let me fuck. I don't want none of that. Like, I'm good. On all of that, I don't want your fluids on my fluids. I don't want your mouth on me. I don't want nothing. I'm good. Don't kiss me. No, I'm good. I just, um.
1: Well, the head thing is like a hood bitch finesse. Like, you know, (laughs) we smoke and shit. Y'all got that little vibe or whatever and shit. She ain't fucking, but you know, you give her head, then you might be able to finesse your way into some pussy and shit. You know, this is just what I'm hearing.
0: Yeah, I, I've I've seen that a lot. And I'm like, bro, I said move. <laughs> and it's actually a turn up, especially for where I'm in my life. I know I talked about this before about swearing off sex and feeling completely comfortable in a decision. I actually haven't really been tempted or tested or even feeling like that I might have sex soon or any desire to. It's actually, if anything, making me date smarter because I'm just kind of like, if I don't actually like you or I don't feel like it's mutual, I don't feel like you're really trying to get to know me, I'll just delete your ass exit stage left quick as fuck like because it's nothing else timing to niggas you know how easy it is and when most people in general they use sex as a way to connect with you or you know reel you in it's so easy to be to get yourself out of a situation and I was talking to my friend earlier today my best friend and I was like it's funny because it makes me it makes to me for me it levels the dating it levels the playing field in dating because I don't know if other people feel like this but I know in me mean like that's the thing and it sucks being a female." Because at the end of the day, it don't matter how trash a nigga is. It don't matter what he did to you. It don't matter anything. Once you fuck him, you kind of let your power go. And the reason I say that because the nigga, you could, the nigga could do you all have it wrong. And you could cut him off and feel great about that. But what he gonna say? I still fuck though. If you take the you if you stop and you're not fucking and y'all just dating, it levels the playing field because now it's like, okay, we hung out, we talked, we did this, we did that, but you don't you you don't have shit over me. You ain't get no pussy, nigga. You ain't get shit. You ain't even see my shit. You ain't sniff my shit, so you ain't got nothing to hold over me. So it kinda to me levels the playing field.
1: I can see that. You
0: know what I'm saying? saying? Because I feel like niggas do that all the time. Like, you can say whatever, you know what I'm saying? It don't even matter you can say a dick like oh his balls was musty or his dick was little. It don't matter, bitch, I fucked. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what you say after the fact. In my opinion, it seemed like you
1: know what I'm saying. I don't, just, I don't understand that approach from niggas. Like, yeah, stop doing that. Ni- I- I- I'm
0: that's not. You heard niggas like... say that before, oh, though, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, absolutely. yeah, I don't want nobody to feel like that.
1: No, I'm just saying I don't. I don't abide by that approach of you know, I fuck. Like, no, I want to in Like, I'm because niggas
0: sell <laughs> dreams and do all kind of stuff to smash and then. You know what I'm saying? They, just to, so just so they can be with their boys and be like, oh, you know, you see her, I hit her. No, you ain't hit shit, nigga. <laughs> no, you didn't.
1: <laughs> I'm Fuck very... That. Uh... I'm, not on, I'm not
0: on nobody. I'm not trying to be on nobody's trophy case. Um, Nobody hit list, none of that shit. So come on here and waste your time.
1: Very sniperish. You can't like have me. nothing but
0: quality stimulating conversation from me. And a good time. We can go home. We can go hang out. I want to go to airtime. <laughs> Somebody wanna come jump with me? <laughs> but that's it.
1: Nah, I remember that migraine. <clears throat> Last time I went, that shit was terrible.
0: I love airtime. I haven't been in a while though. It's
1: fucking brain can't handle that.
0: But okay, <laughs> granddaddy. <laughs> but, fucking... but yeah, besides that, shit is sweet. Like I said, you know whatever. What's uh, Henrys Nothing new.
1: Cool. I'm uh on my out of the loop shit. Uh, it's wintertime. Y'all you won't know, see me out. Here for me, nothing like that. No, nah, I don't. I'm like I sure. said, I
0: don't go out a lot. But That's every true. now and then, like literally, my me and my my girlfriend and her uh, her other friend.
1: I mean, but she you also like, change your schedule too.
0: Yeah, she was just kind of like, oh, let's go, let's have ladies' night. We'll go out this weekend. And I'm like, all right, shit, I ain't doing shit, whatever. So it was cool. It was a cool. little vibe. I didn't know it was gonna be a blizzard, but <laughs> luckily, I had on this little ass leather jacket. And <laughs> bitch was not prepared.
1: Um, One thing I did actually want to talk about is one of our very, very special listeners, um, Dominique Perry Johnson. She has a petition to get lottery in Alabama.
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: Sign that petition. Um, She actually has a thesis on the potential uh, economic impact that that will cause. And, you know, I just want to do that because she is one of our very loyal listeners. She's always commenting and reposting and stuff like that. Yeah. So, we so that.
0: yeah, we're definitely going to find a way to get the link to you guys. Maybe we'll put it in like the bio or description or something, probably on Facebook, definitely on Instagram. So you can sign her petition to get the lottery there and then she'll have all the other information on her page as well. So we'll make sure we get that.
1: Cause I mean that's one of those things Like we got Here we got lottery We got casinos They're about to start Doing sports betting And shit like that And It's going to the economy Maybe not the economy That we might want they Ain't here for Shining the dreams <laughs> You know Downtown looks amazing though. It does
0: <laughs> <laughs> It does They still not plowing though <laughs> It's okay <laughs> They still not plowing, plowing nigga. But it's alright Anyways Music, J Cole, Middle Child. What you feel? Like? I liked it. It was really good.
1: I I finally have an anthem. I appreciate it. Cool.
0: Oh yeah, you're a middle child. I'm gonna send it to my brother then.
1: You know, the often neglected. I I seen mixed emotions about it.
0: Really, I liked it.
1: <clears throat> but I understood. I might be giving him a little bit too much credit, but I understood where he's going. Like the middle child is often the one that's neglected. Like you have the older child and then the younger child. And that's where he feels like he is in the rap game. Like, ah, yeah. He doesn't get, you know, the type of promotion and he the rollouts that the older kids, you know, the older rappers get or the higher tier rappers get. and Or
0: even some of these younger
1: rappers that are way see, less talented than him, too. Right. And at the same time, he doesn't have that, you know, that capacity as a rapper to just do what the little kids, what the younger guys do and just put out music every put week and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he's kind of in that that mind frame and... Yeah, that was the whole reason for the rollout. A lot of people said that the rollout was underwhelming, but that's kind of the point. Because you had, like, you can look at 2018 exclusively. How many big artists had a big rollout with fucking trash albums? You had Kanye West's whole rollout, Nicki Minaj's rollout, Drake's rollout. Like, all of that shit was a miss. But he put out an album... People would probably was, disagree with you with the Drake one, though. It was a mess. Maybe
0: Nicki, maybe... Well, I don't know. People... There's a lot of barbs in the world, I guess, but... Fuck. <laughs> um, Sorry, I didn't mean to say the, that Um. random. Randomly and pettily, I will say, that apparently with the new Spotify feature, Nicki Minaj is a top muted artist on Spotify. <laughs> I thought that was funny. It's petty. It's petty as fuck. But y'all not like petty shit, so...
1: No, I completely agree with that. She's on my list. Um,
0: she, <laughs> I haven't muted nobody yet, actually. On there yet. I
1: mean, because in reality, what Nicki Minaj song am I listening to?
0: I have Hard White on my playlist. But honestly, like I said, a lot of stuff, um, a lot of music that I listen to outside, because like, honestly, most of the stuff I listen to is r and B. I I listen to more, more R&B than any fucking thing. And um, so, with that being said, and I listen to old music. I listen to some new music, because there's some, some good R&B artists, like present day, like Daniel Caesar, her... Summer Walker, you know, some of them good R&B artists. But um, most of us, I listen to a lot of old shit. I got something to
1: say about Summer Walker.
0: So, um... <sighs> shut up. <laughs> so, with that being said, um, a lot of the rap and fast, more boppy stuff, I get from watching dance videos. Um, I don't know, I said that before on the show. So, Hard Right, that was one of the songs that I saw a lot of dance videos to and I ended up downloading it. So, a lot of songs like that. But, I mean... I can see that. I mean, it's not. I can't name any really other songs on her album. I don't think I really was her album,
1: but discography. Um,
0: it's all good. And whatever.
1: Yeah, itty um, bitty piggy
0: was a smash. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna grow up one day. What? Nicki Minaj song. Was on i all the mistake?
1: Understand. I don't even think Obama was in the office when that shit came
0: out. No, it was like, it was definitely like, oh wait, like I think I wasn't, I might've been like freshman year. So maybe he was, you know, he wasn't in the office yet. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. But yeah. Um, uh, in addition to J. Cole, Summer Walker, mm-hmm. you yeah, dropped the project. Y'all know I was just standing over she her She dropped ass.
1: some shit. Okay.
0: She dropped the, what is it? What is the short one called? EP?
1: She dropped the. She dropped the EP. She dropped a snippet.
0: She dropped an EP. It's four tracks, I believe,
1: in four minutes.
0: All right, um, shut up. No, it's not because her fucking. She did a live. Um, ah shit.
1: That was the extended version. It was
0: twelve. It was twelve minutes for all four songs. Okay, <laughs> and I watched it on YouTube. Um, go check that out. But she has a beautiful voice. She's so talented. I love her music. Oh my God. She's such a good writer. Um, but yeah, love, love, love her. Definitely go check that out if you like her sound too. I'm actually kind of mad she's not doing Coachella this year because what, bitch, what? But um, yeah, dope. I just, I was listening to that the other day, I believe. Did anybody else drop?
1: Detroit's own Sada, baby.
0: Okay. So being funny. I'm just playing. No, it no, it, no, it did. It, pop, it popped up on my phone because I have like a couple Sadi, but Sadi, I have a couple of Sadi of baby songs on my um on my phone. And so the album did pop up. I just dismissed it, but
1: it uh, did pop up. It's actually pretty decent. I didn't think he could, you know, do what he does for a whole album, but he mixed it up and yeah, it's it's
0: decent. Was it good? Yeah. I
1: mean, I listened to it the whole way through.
0: Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll get him to of it I'll Check it out. I just I'm not really into a lot of Detroit artists personally. A lot of that shit sounds the same. A lot of it sounds bad. But he has a, a couple catchy tunes. I too to from like going to the club and stuff that I hear over and over again, like block party like that. Um, I know he making a lot of funny re- references to like wrestling and stupid shit. Um, but that's about that's about the lens I go that I know of him and the fact that apparently we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. That's literally all I know. He was like a great under me. I think he's was 9 mm-hmm. That's literally all I know. He was like Oh, you know, like people were like, Oh, he was a king, you know Sada Baby. No,
1: I don't. No, Sada Baby was not like that as uh
0: I don't name. think so, yeah. I might he might he no, must I, have I'm
1: been a, I'm telling you from the fact, he was not like that.
0: I'm sure. Because if he was like a very like if he had the personality he does now and like was very flamboyant and like open and like all the personality and shit, he would have been popular. And I didn't know I wouldn't know who he was. I don't know him, so he wasn't. Um, is that the autumn music that came out? Mhm. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. Um. Oh, I seen Upside, and I seen Glass. Um. Did you see you? Know, I don't even know your ass. I'm going to the movies on your issue. But anyways, <laughs> the upside um, was, it was pretty good. It was it was definitely different seeing Kevin Hart in a different role, like him not playing himself. It was no, not one single short joke. It was not one single, you know, ass, I'm going to talk about myself as joke. Like, it was very, like, it was a good story. I liked it a lot, actually. So I really enjoyed it.
1: Based on the true story.
0: I know. I, I re, you know. I you know I already know how I am. I went and researched the fuck out of it after. <laughs> um. So that was cool. Uh. Glass was pretty good too. I finally watched Unbreakable too. Actually.
1: You did. I did. Unbreakable was good.
0: I did. Split was good too. Um.
1: Heard Glass was like yeah.
0: It. It. I will say this. It was a long movie that didn't feel long. Like it was very anticlimactic. Like when everything happened, I'm like, oh, they, oh okay, so there's going to be a big fight scene at the end. They can't possibly be on a R. So it was, uh, yeah, it had some good parts of it, but it was like it was weird. It's like it was a lot of the, it was it was some holes in the plot where not like plot holes, but it just would it felt really unfinished. Like the story wasn't wasn't well put together to me. It was just kind of like, oh, all of them. Never mind, because I'll be telling the movie. Sorry. Mm. <laughs>
1: I actually watched a couple movies that um I had been putting off. I watched Downsizing, which was very interesting. Just that whole concept of Oh
0: yeah, yeah I know you're talking about them.
1: that whole concept was cool. And I finally watched Sorry to Bother You.
0: And I never watched that stuff. I have
1: an issue with you guys. Why? Yeah. But I don't know what the fuck I watched. That was a a very entertaining clusterfuck. Keep in mind, I was high, so
0: maybe that's why
1: it was entertaining, but it, I it didn't make any sense. Like the overall picture made sense, but the actual way that the movie kind of depicted that was terrible, yeah, horrible. So
0: I can yeah. see that. Um, I did also watch the uh Fire Festival documentaries.
1: You watched both of them.
0: Um, I didn't finish the one on Hulu, but I watched the one on Netflix through.
1: Yeah, I watched the one on Netflix. So I didn't get to the one on Hulu. Um,
0: the one on Hulu, from what I saw, cause I know one of them, somebody else got paid for and the other one he got paid for. Looking at it, I think he got paid from the Hulu one. The reason I said it is because from the maybe 30, 45 minutes that I watched that one, he was actually like talking and doing a confessional himself. so it seems like that's probably the one that he profited off of Um, because that one was definitely like that one like started from his childhood it's like it was definitely romanticizing him the one on Netflix was like ripping his ass to shreds (laughs) that one like it was romanticizing his whole shit like, oh, he was a businessman since he was four. He used to sell crayons. And da-da-da-da. And this man always, he's always been aspirational and great. And I'm
1: like... He's been scamming his whole life.
0: Yeah. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so, this was my... Like, I'm pretty sure he got paid from that one. Because he was definitely romanticized throughout the entire... Well, I about the entire documentary. But I only saw, like, a couple minutes of it. I've seen, like, 40 minutes of it, maybe. um But I watched a Netflix one. on it was ripping his ass to shreds. But... <laughs> He seemed like a psychopath, and I really think that it's different. Like being crazy, <laughs> it it presents itself in different ways. Right? Like, somebody might be a killer. Like also, shout out to the Ted Bundy uh, documentary that's on Netflix too. I was one wanted to start watching that, but I started googling. I went down a rabbit hole.
1: I didn't get to actually push play. But um, did you see the movie coming out?
0: I did with Zach Efron. I did see that. Yeah, to
1: the the yeah. People are, uh, continuing to do that whole white serial killer movie shit, and I got mixed feelings about it. But, what do you mean? I mean, just like, you know, these are like actual things, like, that happen, and not that, you know, too far in the past, and people are like, oh yeah, look, no, it's a romantic, uh, it's a romantic movie, like, no. Who said what about romantic? It's supposed to be a romantic thriller. The Zac Efron movie. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. I mean, but that was a thing throughout his case. Like, when I thought from the documentary, Everybody's like, oh, you know, he was attractive and he was charming. So, it's was like, a lot of people were like, that's why it was so hard to try him. Because right. the, the fucking jury was like, nigga, he fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, bitches are so basic. Niggas will kill you. <laughs> Actually, matter of fact, I had tweeted that the other day. I'm like, attractive niggas aren't good and good niggas aren't attractive. Sorry. I know that's not fucked up, but in most cases... I'm not going to say it's facts, law. But in most cases... It's outliers to everything, but in most cases, that's what it is. Attractive niggas aren't good, and good niggas aren't attractive.
1: Medium niggas for the win, again.
0: <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying. But, um... It was something else I watched. Oh, I started watching season two of The Punisher. Um, Still probably my favorite um Marvel show. I will say it's really... Hard to watch because it's a little gory. It's violent. You don't like it? No. Why?
1: It had no point.
0: It had no point.
1: Yeah, the plot is non existent. Once you get towards the end, you understand. I'm on season I'm episode eight. Okay, well yeah, it's it's nothing. Like what is he fighting for? What's he doing?
0: He's a vigilante. He's fighting to save her.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I don't understand how that could make sense, but I mean how Arrow could make sense so that don't make sense. You mustn't do think Arrow makes sense either. Then it's the same kind of thing. I'm fighting for what's right.
1: They took too many twists and turns with Arrow, though. I mean, it was a lot more twists and turns with Arrow.
0: I mean, yeah, but I'm saying in a the, in the general sense, because actually I had this conversation similar with my best friend. She was like, I don't like Punisher. And I'm like, "Well, She was like, I never watched the shows, but on Daredevil, it just seemed like he was just killing niggas. And I'm like, well, in reality, I was like, well, the first season was literally almost exactly like the movies where mm-hmm. they kill his family. And he was getting revenge on them. This situation was really like wrong place, wrong time. But it's also to me, like just furthering his vigilante thing. It's like if I have the tools to step in and help. I'm think I'm sure he didn't think it would get as bad as it did. But I'm like, if he, if I have the tools to step in and help, and I see them all these people, grown ass fucking assassins coming after a child, and he decided to step in. That's the whole premise of this season. And then some of the fallback and the leftovers from season one that he's dealing with too. But that's literally the basis and the premise of the season. I don't think I feel like it's well, to me, well put together. Um, the villain is psycho just as psycho. I'm sorry, especially for my very I guess if I had to define myself almost agnostic self, that um seeing this nigga the the villain choke out niggas and pray for them at the same time is <laughs> actually exactly everything I fear about religion. <laughs> like you can use that shit to justify any fucked up thing. <laughs> like, That's very true. 'Cause this motherfucker is like religious as fuck and killing and murkin' niggas. So I'm like, you know, I knew it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a villain from that's a villain after my own heart, nigga. I'm like, Yep, that's it. I could tell. I already know. Um, but yeah, I okay, think that's it. Music, movies, TV. Oh, I'm uh, watching Grown-ish. It's good. Did anybody um check out the um colorist episode of Blackish? When they were talking about, like... Uh, I, I didn't watch it, but my friend said it was good. Because the girl was, like, talking about she was the only brown-skinned, dark-skinned person in the family and they were dealing uh, with the issue of colorism and shit. Yeah,
1: no, I didn't check that out.
0: I didn't check it out either, but I heard it was good. If anybody else watched it, let me know. Let me know if it was, if it was worth watching because I'll go on Hulu and check out the episode. Um,
1: But, yeah, I think that's it for TV movies. Six
0: World.
1: All right, where do you want to start off with, uh... The sick, sad world that we live in. Well, I, I guess first off, I'll start by saying, uh, you know, prayers up to the government workers. Thankfully, the shutdown is over for, even though it's for a brief period of time, I'm glad that, you know, you guys get a little bit of relief. Um, Those of you, the contractors that didn't get that, you know, didn't get relief, you know, we're praying for you too. Because, yeah, it's, it's bad out here. Like, bad. Yeah. and. You know, a lot of people are saying that it was a cave in, but I think it was just the the necessary steps that need to be taken. Now you people actually have to be grown ups and adults about the situations because there is a timetable on you know the amount of time that the government will be back open. And I'm pretty sure that motherfucker is steadfast about that wall. So
0: that's crazy. That that's the reason why he has a fucking government shutdown so, so he can build that. a wall. So this nigga could play Legos.
1: I mean when you hire uh when you elect a businessman to be the leader of the free world, he's going to use business tactics. He's gonna make tactics. sure we're not free. He's gonna use business <laughs> tactics to get what he wants and that's it's funny,
0: I was I put that on Twitter, but this the the older white lady that lived in my complex <laughs> like I used to always walk by her car and she had an American flag and a Trump poster and her back window. That shit gone, I wonder why.
1: I mean Maybe uh, it's her
0: government assistant She old as hell yeah. Probably not getting her disability Or some shit sure.
1: Yeah I know Um Grammy was like Really scared Like she was freaking out Like oh well uh, I just need some peanut butter This week Like Grammy, Go get fucking groceries Like everybody else works Like we'll pay for your groceries Chill out <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Like even if you ain't got food stamps It's alright Chill out Um so with that aside, we're going to go into the Chris Brown rape allegations.
0: Oh fun.
1: Um, uh, Chris Brown was in France. Um Paris. Paris, France, and he was uh detained on the accusations of sexual assault. Um, he was since cleared of those allegations and he is um Safe in town. Um, the whole story and the way, and I had a problem with this. The way social media kind of reacted to it kind of bothered me.
0: How did social media react to it? Because I didn't see very, nothing but nobody. Through, people defended him.
1: No, it it was it was even on both sides. Oh, I myself. didn't see like anything everybody. On was Like, oh yeah, you should have known he beat be Rihanna ass, and then like, well, no, if you said Chris Brown, you know. Beat a bitch, I I would agree with that, but I don't agree with the rape. Like, he get all the pussy he want. Like, bro, we have to stop, like, making concrete decisions on innocence or guilt until shit actually pans out. Because it was, like, a matter of, like, three or four hours from the accusation to him being cleared of the accusation. Like, we have to, like, chill the fuck out. I understand we in this, you know... Gotta say what you gotta say right now, society and shit like that, but, like, I don't need a think piece 30 minutes, and you know, after the notification, and then we don't hear from you, you know, you deleted the think piece, and then after he's acquitted of the shit, like, just don't write the Well, th-picks. it wasn't even
0: acquitted because he never even got charged or anything.
1: But that's what I'm saying. People was like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, he did that shit. Like, time, wait, wait. Time out,
0: see, I didn't... Kind of the I didn't hear guy. any arguments suggesting that he did it. Um. Only thing I did see was reading the comments. And I would say as someone who is just more sensible... Sorry. <laughs> be mad, bitch. As someone who's just more sens- <laughs> be sens- or sensible about shit, I just think that sometimes you have to pause... And see how things play out before you have such a strong opinion in either direction. Because just like it's problematic to assume like, oh, this Nick, because you're, you're technically supposed to be, you know, innocent is proven guilty. I think just like it's problematic to assume off top that somebody did something, I think it's also a disservice to the victims to automatically accuse them of lying. Absolutely. Um, So that's why I said I think it's just best to let some things play out because I think that's just as problematic. Now, I will say that that's an issue that we have because, first of all, there are a lot of people who have fake rape allegations, especially for the wealthy, especially for the rich and famous. It happens a lot of people accuse them of rape. Um, And then he's also had a situation where someone was – Blatantly found out they blatantly made up the whole thing. Like he's had issues like this in the past.
1: Right.
0: Now I think it's problematic when people go like, oh, it's Chris Brown, he don't have to rape nobody. That's a problematic way to feel.
1: No, that definitely is.
0: Um, but as far as just I, mean, I think you just have to wait and pause and try to evaluate the situation and kind of wait till you get more information because you can't make those blanket ass statements because it's hard to come back from that to just feel so strongly about some shit and pull it out because people would have felt this just as shitty if he really did you know what I'm saying and y'all like I oh, ain't do that shit he ain't do that shit y'all would have been like oh shit you know what I'm saying like, and I'm talking about like if it was really like a video came out and he really raised it like you would have felt like shit because you would sitting there adamant about how he didn't right. and then so it's, and it's the same way you would have been feeling like bam I'm sitting here victim blaming and making the victim feel even worse so you have to really think about this stuff before you say it and just don't take such a strong stance without any information. We live in a very technology-driven age. Information is always at the finger our fingertips. Stuff that goes on with celebrities is always at our fingertips. You know, I remember back in the day being younger, and, like, the only thing we knew about B2K was what was in Word Up magazine. But now, you know what I'm saying, everything that happens is right in your face. Like, seriously. <laughs> So, it's just like, you just really have to not abuse that privilege to have access to the people that you like and music you enjoy. I will say that it's really weird, this extreme stance that we have for people that we don't know. Just because you enjoy someone's art, just because you enjoy someone's artistry, doesn't mean you should champion everything they do. and doesn't mean you should d- dismiss the negative shit you hear about them. Um... Mm -hmm. I think that that's a problem that we have because we feel like, I don't think that just because we consume people's product that they should have our undying loyalty um, and that we can vouch for their character in any way, shape, or form. You know what I'm saying? So you really have to think about those things. Because I'm going to be honest, I'm definitely one of the people, even with the Chris Brown thing, with the Rihanna thing, that when he came out with the thing a couple years ago explaining the situation, I'm like, I can see that. (laughs) I can see it being like, bitch, shut up. Damn, I didn't mean to do that shit. But bitch, you're talking to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I know that doesn't make you no know, better. You shouldn't be putting your hands on nobody. But I'm just saying, I can see there was more just in like a, bitch, I'm about to beat y'all back. It was like, fuck, I probably shouldn't have hit your head into the window. But, bitch, you wouldn't give me my shit. Or whatever the fuck the case may be. So I was definitely one of the people that felt like that. And so I also had to evaluate my own self and. Anything like that. So, I just, like, people's extreme, like, that made me uncomfortable. Everybody defended him before really knowing. But I'm happy that that wasn't the case. Because, like, when I first saw I'm like, oh, fuck. I was disappointed a little bit. But once I found... I mean, I didn't say anything about it because I don't just speak abruptly about shit I don't
1: know about. <laughs> yeah, we had a, uh, we had a conversation. Yeah. And I was like, I don't believe that to be true. Like, with the minis, you know, a lot of entertainers and shit go over there and... That's not something that you hear about in domestic territories. You hear more so about like drugs and shit like that. Like I mean,
0: but even beyond that, like I just, I didn't think it was true necessarily, but I just, I'm, but even if, if it was, cause it's always a possibility, I didn't want to just automatically go on the path of discrediting the potential victim in a situation. I completely did was like, Oh, I don't know about this shit. But at the time, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't in a rush to be like, this bitch lying. So it's like, you, I just have to, like, I just like to pace myself and think about it beforehand and be like, okay, you really don't know
1: yet. Well, Chris Brown was actually in that mode. Um, hence the This Bitch Lion t-shirts that he's now selling. Yes, because, I mean, first he put it out on
0: Instagram, this bitch lying, and then he made is, t-shirts. So.
1: That So is not good. That, that is, is the, not a good look at all. It's not? No. But I thought it was
0: after he already got it um, released, though.
1: It's still not a good look.
0: But she was lying.
1: But it compromises a lot of other people in those situations who aren't lying.
0: Okay, and I, you know, and this is a teachable moment for me. And I hear you. I actually respect that. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's not. It's not no, fair. That shit's
1: been beat into my head for the last, since he released. it. Oh well. What about the other victims that a popular person said they were lying and the charges got dismissed and they weren't actually lying? That is a
0: good, you know what, that is a good point and I did not think about that, so actually thank you.
1: if that guy, came out with um, this bitch these bitches lying t-shirts you would kind of look at it a little different. Absolutely. Okay. So I mean,
0: so I mean, I understand like I said, thank you for opening my eyes. I didn't think about that, but it is problematic to have this bitch lying shirts. Actually, I'm gonna actually talk about that a little in a minute about this problematic shit as far as like blanket ass statements and how they're harmful. But I definitely think that um in that way, I get it. I definitely get it. So thank you for actually opening my mind to how I didn't think about it like that.
1: So to more problematic areas. We're gonna um I might have you introduce this um this next six side world story. So uh what's in the what did Mr Future do? What what's 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 future doing now?
0: Okay, so future is future 'em <clears throat> I don't really know the backstory. Like, you know, he'd just be having, like, newscaster voice and shit. Look, I don't know. All I know is that this nigga, um, future, (laughs) this man has been pretty much going on a, I guess, a press run, essentially, and for clout, (laughs) bitch, for clout, he has, he keeps bringing up his ex and the mother of his child, Sierra. In her family, here in Russell Wilson's family. <laughs> Sorry, I was petty. Um, she <laughs> he came bringing them up, and so um, he said, "What did he say?" He said that she tells him, and he does whatever she says. And then he also said that she um didn't allow, she didn't let them meet first before he started, She started bringing Baby Future around, um, Russell Wilson, which is a lie,
1: but. Look, man. Um,
0: So I wanted to discuss that
1: briefly. Look, when you and your husband have your baby in 2032, I'm not going to discuss you guys. I just want you to know that. Like, I'm not. Like, I want everybody to be happy, regardless of whether or not, you know, our history or anything like that. I'm not consistently going to bring up my ex or my exes or anything like that like let them people live let them people do yeah. what they want to do but
0: it really depends on the person cause like honestly like not that I've had a whole bunch of bad breakups but no matter what happened in any of my relationships even now as a young adult I guess I'm not really young a young adult
1: anymore <laughs> <A young> adult.
0: sorry <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> anyways um as, as someone in their mid, mid to late like 20s um I would just say that I literally even now even when I was younger I guess I've always just been like oh you know we weren't compatible or it didn't work out like I've never been the type to just like all just go in and trash my exes um off rip like I'm usually just like oh you know we weren't compatible or it just didn't work out we didn't want the same things like I'm usually always give a generic answer like that because I mean at one point I did care about them it's no point for me to drag them now you know what I'm saying especially to somebody else that don't really know, they don't know, can't understand, or can't fathom the ins and outs of y'all's situation and what will happen. So that's just how I go about it. Clearly, Future doesn't. <laughs> I think in a lot of ways, and it's funny because I think people are finally getting it cause, because before, everybody was defending Future. I'm like, oh, so here she a hoe. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's married. Um, But, oh, Sierra, so a hoe, oh, and she shouldn't have this man around her kids and, Blah 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 blah. They was dragging her for the longest. I think people now finally say, like, this nigga bitter. Like, why are you still talking about her? This was years ago. they they are married. They have a child of their own.
1: Look, watching men turn on future was hilarious. Yeah. Like, bro. Shut like the fuck people were literally
0: men literally like, okay, nah, this nigga gotta chill. Like, shut up. Like, you're you sound bitter as fuck. Like, y'all throwing bitter as baby mamas. No, this nigga is a bitter baby daddy. Like. And I feel like it's because she is the most even when they were, you know, together, she was the only Girl that he knocked up that actually had their own shit together. She had her own. She was already famous. She had fame before he was famous. She already was established. She didn't need him for anything. So when they actually broke up, they actually break up. All, her, all his other slew and flock of baby mamas are just future baby mamas. Unless you're the last one. Then you're Bow Wow and future baby mama. So at the end of the day, it's just kind of like... Mm-hmm. What do you... <laughs> like, he used to them... Always need him like he actually said that like the reason he can't get with one of his baby mamas because the other ones would be mad like what that's how you know this is a nigga that don't have it all. this is a, this is this is the the worst form or mutation of nigga like <laughs> I can't date one of my baby mamas because the other ones would be mad like what make it make sense Lord
1: yeah I I just don't so just stop talking about them
0: yeah so but he's still talking about them and I, and it's just ridiculous like. Him, oh, he, just, he does whatever he says. They're, like, They're married. You can actually, it's okay to listen to your wife. But he's one of them niggas who probably like, oh, you don't listen to females? he a, oh, these hoes ain't loyal ass nigga. This nigga's married with kids. And it's so funny. That's problematic to me. And I actually uh, tweeted something like that. I think I talked about it on the show the other day. I'm like, the reason why these men hate, the, hate good guys is because women get to the point where they know that it's better. They know they can do better. They know that it's men that will treat them right and they would appreciate them. Niggas call Russell Wilson soft because he's a good man and <laughs> something they can never or will never be, either by choice or by character. So
1: Yeah, look, when it's I call, easy to be like,
0: oh you're a simp because you respect women. Essentially what you're saying.
1: Yeah, when I call the, when I call Russell Wilson corny. It's not out of the place of hate. Like, I'm corny, too. I understand. Like, I get it. Like, but, you know, am like, all right, cool. She got a, a corny nigga. He's corny. He dresses corny. He does little corny videos with these kids. Like, that's but something that's that cute, you aspire. Though. That's something that you should aspire to be once you and have a And hood niggas the devil? In I
0: realized that when I went to the club yesterday. I said, all these fine ass <laughs> get me out of here. It smell like child support. I just need fuck <laughs>
1: Casey had a moment right there.
0: <laughs> no, I really didn't. But I mean, it was a lot of fun. Like, look, in there. Like, it's just something about the swag. I mean, I'm from we we from Detroit, but it's something about the swag and the the urban etiquette it takes to put a hood that a hood nigga puts in his every day.
1: Yeah, all the same clothes. and so.
0: They do have all the same clothes, but you know, it's a variety of hood niggas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's different types. And I was talking about the classier, the upper echelon hood niggas. You know what I'm saying? Not the ones in the dirty t-shirt. You know what I'm saying? The bougie ones.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is silly. But, uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, Also in news, um, and something that I'm kind of, like, conflicted on as far as my answer, Cardi B recently has been expressing her, she first started off by expressing her sympathies for the uh, government workers during the shutdown and that turned into some political views. And then that ultimately led to a lot of uh, the political party, uh, you know, those people, the curmudgeons of the world, political worlds, um, going into a banter with Cardi B. Most most noti- noticeably, um, Tommy Lauren, um, Cardi B politely said that she would dog walk. And that gave me very much uh, good joy and pleasure looking at that on my Twitter. But my main thing with this is perception or not even perception is the way you market. Like Cardi B has been marketed as the fun, you know, dingy ghetto, you know, I say whatever I feel, just type of person. And uh, sometimes that can be to your detriment because we know she's not stupid. You can't do the stuff that she does. But I
0: don't think, I guess I'm going to let you finish.
1: No, I'm saying we know she's not stupid, but when you portray yourself in that light, a lot of times. I don't think that's how she
0: portrays herself. I think that's just who she is. I don't think she necessarily comes off as stupid. I think she does not speaking to queen's english and i think and i said i was talking to somebody i can't remember if i was talking about this on the show or to somebody else but i think it's honestly irritating because some people are like first of all she has a new york accent that's where she's fucking from and then on top of having a new york accent she's also bilingual and her first language is not fucking english most people who first language isn't fucking english speaks broken english so on top of With the addition of a New York accent (laughs) speaking broken English and fucking Ebonics and being urban, like, all of that shit's gonna sound like, like, it's not, like, you're not gonna come out speaking a fucking Queens English.
1: No, what I meant was Susan downstairs is not going to watch Cardi B for an hour and come off like, oh, she's a very intelligent young lady. No,
0: but I'm saying, but that I'm saying, but that's who,
1: that's who, th- that's who attacked the, her. No,
0: I understand that, but I'm saying, I'm saying from what you're saying, you're saying that she does not market it like a smart person. I'm not saying that she, I don't think that she's trying to look stupid. I think that she, that's how she speaks.
1: No, I'm just saying, a lot of times when you do a certain thing and then you actually try, like. Mm -hmm. Susan
0: don't want to, Susan from downstairs don't want to hear my black ass talk.
1: Exactly. But but I'm saying, but
0: but you also, we are free. This is what I don't understand. It's kind of very similar to religion, but I'm going to focus on politics right now. Just like people do with religion, they do the same thing with politics. People only want to focus on the fucking amendments and the parts of the constitution that affects them. Yeah. so it's like it's conv- like I can say something fucked up and I'm using my freedom of speech to attack your freedom of speech someone's telling you to shut the fuck up bitch you can't tell me to shut the fuck up I can say whatever the fuck I want to say what like that's stupid you're using your freedom of speech to, to to condemn mine like that's dumb bro no I, that's I... the same thing with somebody religious like you're judging me <laughs> You're judging the sin that I'm committing by sinning, bitch. Judging me, old dumbass. Like, it's stupid. (laughs) Uh, Shut up.
1: (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not... You know.
0: Cause I don't have no problem that's like she. with her. She she. That's the thing. We in general like. It's not even just Cardi B. We are allowed to have opinions about shit. People have always had opinions about shit. But now you hear and and get everybody's opinions about shit because of social media and because of the access that we have to our celebrities and our artists and our creators. We get these constant instant access to everybody, and so we get to hear how they feel about certain things. You can like it or you don't, but that's going to be with anything because just like somebody, if you have one of these fucking Tom Brady as Republican niggas, and he's sitting there talking about how much he'd like to suck Trump's dick. Everybody who is Republican is going to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Democrats are going to be like, nigga, you racist, which he probably is. So it's just kind of like at the end of the day, that's the reality. Like it's going to be opposing views on each side. And the people that's going to have a problem with it, as the people most of the time on the opposing side, everybody's going to be like, yeah, that's crazy. It's real. Like, we feel you because, like, I understand what she was saying. Like, that's especially coming from where she was coming from in the first video that she made. It's turning into a rant. I'm sorry. Anytime Hinder stops talking, I know it's turning into a rant.
1: <laughs> no, you're you my point. From so the, the really first good. video
0: she made when she was talking about the government shutdown and people not getting paid and working for no money and everything like that, like, that's stuff that directly affects her community. That's one thing that we appreciated Cardi for is how real she is. So she grew up in an environment where people might have been, on government assistance, or people might have needed this, or might have needed that. Like, that was the environment in which she lived in. So why why does did, why did she not have the right to speak on it? No. It's the same thing. Like, when somebody says something fucked up about Detroit, nigga, I can say that. You can't say that, nigga. Where the fuck you from? <laughs> fuck. Get your ass back to Southfield. Nigga, like, talking about my potholes. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, <laughs> like, you going to feel that if it affects you, you going to speak on it. Or even if it to your brethren, you know what I'm saying? People that you cool with, it are going to be like, you know, this is some bullshit.
1: No, you kind of proved my point.
0: And she ultimately being herself, because like, I'm a dog walk your ass, And somebody, that bitch been needed to get dog walked. Yeah, you
1: proved my point. I appreciate it. What? I just brought this story up to get that out that, yeah, she can say whatever the fuck she want to say. I don't care how she, you know, what people <laughs> feel like she is or... Has you know the intelligence that she has, like she read you know she watch the news just like everybody else, like it is what it is, so oh, okay, it is what it is, like she can say what she wanna say, she can articulate how she wanna articulate it, she don't need to be pressed about her comments, and yeah, just- keep it moving it is but what it that's is. more so the issue with. Society as a whole I'm right I'm sorry,
0: now. cyber. This is funny. The only person that's probably going to understand the hilariousness of it is somebody from Michigan. But did you see this article about the Detroit, the Southfield family that kicked, got kicked off of a flight because they smell? hmm Wow. I knew West Side niggas stink.
1: I had an even worse joke. <sighs>
0: what?
1: They must have moved from Dearborn.
0: That's worse. <laughs> that's worse. I'd rather just say that people on the West Side smell. Because they do. Like... Like your life is at stake, <laughs> essentially.
1: It's mine. You said mine?
0: <laughs> no, West Side niggas.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But, anyways. All right, our last Six that World the topic is um, about the Reform Alliance organization that uh, Jay Z and Meek Mill are headlining. Um, it's basically, you know, trying to get criminal justice reform like updated a lot of shit is outdated a lot of the things that um, our brothers and sisters go through after they get out of jail is bullshit absolutely so you know they're just trying to come up with better ways to get more you know more systems in place to have people live like a normal life after jail because a lot of times, people fall back in those same cycles that Because it's so hard, jail. especially
0: if you were charged with any kind of felony or any kind of violent crime. It's damn right. near impossible to get a job. Right.
1: So, you know, you just have to come home to a good circle in order to...
0: We expect almost too much from this country. And the reason I say that is because we don't take care of our veterans. What the fuck make y'all think we're going to take care of people, uh, past criminals?
1: But see, that's the thing. That's, the, that's That goes to that as well. It's like, we have to start taking care of people... Whether they served or whether they served time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody should be getting similar civil rights. And that's not should happening. <laughs> I mean, that's not happening in any way, shape, or form. As you can see by, you know, the current state of the, you know, the government shutdown that happened. Because we are very unethical in this country.
0: And it's actually way more people that are actually, like, are in support of this wall than I thought. Like, I was almost flabbergasted when I, like, kind of looked at it and, like, why? Like, yeah, you fucking Democrats fucking up the country. The government shut down because y'all, like, the government is shut down because y'all dumbass president wants a wall. That's why. (laughs) It's nothing to do with us. It's because your president is stupid. Like, what? Like, man, it's a mad
1: racist people. So, um, what's uh, Van Jones is the CEO of the organization, and the mission, um, their mission statement is to advance criminal justice reform and eliminate outdated laws that perpetuate injustice, starting with probation and parole. Um, they also have the backing of Philadelphia Seventy Sixers owner Michael Rubin, um New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft, the owner of the co-owner of the Brooklyn Nets and a gang of other people who are putting up massive amounts of money to uh get this program kick started and I'm all for it. Like I appreciate it, because like I said, a lot of times when people get out of jail on parole, like you know, you can't do a lot of things. You pretty much have to just sit down and just not do nothing. And a lot of people don't have that support system. You know, you need work. People need, you know, bills paid. You can't just sit by, you know. Or a lot of people don't have the proper um, the proper treatment for, like, their vices. So, yeah, you can't smoke weed. You can't drink. You can't be around people with guns. You know, you can't do Pretty much anything. Case in point, Meek Mill going back to jail for doing a fucking willy and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of like they have you're still in jail on the outside. So a lot of those things need to be updated and a lot of shit needs to be updated. We That's a whole tangent for a whole different time. But a lot of shit needs to be updated. So that is six sad world for this week. Um,
0: oh, I have a couple things to add. I'm sorry. So that is
1: not sick sad world. For I mean, zero. no, it
0: is. It's really not the world. It's really not sick. But I have a couple, <laughs> a couple things I want to add. And I didn't know what else segment to put it in, so I put it in this one.
1: Okay.
0: Um, the first thing I want to discuss is that this um old clip. I think it's old um of a Ayana Van Lula? whatever. It is, Oprah Oprah friend girl. Um, Ayana fixed my life. I'm gonna say. Oh, <laughs> a clip of her went viral of an old show where she was interviewing a bunch of men um, who had multiple children by multiple women. And so um, in the show, in the clip that went viral, um, she was pretty much talking to these men. And she interviewed them, they all got up, and she asked them how many kids and how how many women. The total thing was like six men, the total between all of them, they had 87 kids. One man had, uh, yeah, one kid had, well, uh, one man had 16. Another man had 28 by 16 women. Another man had 32. I forgot about how many women. And so, uh, I just thought that was interesting. and went viral. And I just, I actually retweeted it on, uh, Twitter and I was like, oh, hell to the null. And then I had a lot of people that was mad. <sighs> but,.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that more later.
0: Reviewing that and looking through the comments I saw, because people, cause the, the video was like, oh, you know, what are men going to do, you know, to be better about this? And, of course, um, I kind of wanted to address the themes in this kind of, and I guess thinking like that, not because what I saw is that people were mad. Men were mad. Oh, well, these women... Pretty much finding a way to blame everything on women. I mean, who's surprised? <laughs> but uh, they're like, "Oh well, you know, well, women—they need to, you know, they need to stop too." And it's just like, "Well, <laughs> you can buy condoms yourself. You can put the condom on yourself. You can pull out yourself. You can choose not to have sex. There's so many ways to not have children." Um, especially thirty two of them. I'm sure. I was just like, You never pulled out ever at that point.
1: Look. Um The amount of shit, the the length of the measures that I've taken to not have one is ridiculous.
0: I'm just I'm just saying <laughs> like because they were like blaming the women, like, oh well women shouldn't be doing this. Or like if you were like the woman like the guy who had, you know, twenty eight kids with sixteen women, like if you were baby mama number like after baby number, number two, like, that's your fault. And it's like, no, no, it's still.
1: Niggas are slick, man.
0: It's still their fault. And it's like, you don't know. Niggas lie. Because especially if, like, well, let's say I don't even have a kid. And I meet the nigga with five kids already. If you ain't told me about them, and especially, especially it's way easier for a man to have a kid than a woman. Definitely. Trust me. So it's like, especially because they don't be around them like that or they don't have them like that. You know what I'm saying? It's very easy for a man to be like, I ain't got no kids. And have some. So it's really, I feel like that's really problematic to be like, oh, as women fall for sleeping with them, or a woman can get an abortion, or a woman can, like, but you also can protect yourself too. I just feel like we need to, it, the blame shouldn't be pointed in any one direction, I would say. I think that it's very easy that, I would say men and women do it when it's issues with anything, is that instead of addressing the issue, which I still don't understand and will never understand it. Because men do this especially, sorry. But it seems like when someone addresses a problem that they have, like, oh, you know, men are like this, or guys do this, or, you know, it's like, well, women, instead of just acknowledging the fact that that is something that happens. Like, instead of acknowledging that that's something that happens, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're the man with... If you're the, that's the thing that I never understand. You're the man that is the whole, and the man that is knocking up all the girls or any man that's doing all this. But your first reaction is what women should be doing is like, but you are actually actively participating in the behavior and you are actively one of the people that do this. How are you taking this opportunity to blame it on somebody else? I don't understand why we aren't, we can't look in the mirror. And it's the same thing because I feel that the way. anyway. When guys talk to me, that's why it falls on deaf ears. If a guy is sitting there talking to me and he ragging on women, I'm going to just think you a bitch. Flat <coughs> so the fuck out. And the reason I said it, because the behavior you're describing don't have shit to do with me. You need to. We also need to get to a position where we address the problem. I'm not going to tell the good wholesome nigga to stop being a hoe. Like, you're <laughs> telling me, oh, these females always cheating and hoeing and in the club every weekend. I'm in my bed watching Netflix. So you talking to the wrong person.
1: I mean, I think that's a bigger problem as far as the dating culture nowadays anyway. Like, we tend to generalize people. Yeah, it's like an some... umbrella.
0: And that's what I was saying earlier about the blanket yeah. terms and blanket levels of discrimination. I will never understand. I will never understand. It's really irritating. But that's all I pretty much want to discuss with that. I just don't understand the, the finger pointing and the blaming. I just thought that was awesome bullshit personally. Yeah. And then um, the other thing I also wanted to address, oh, excuse me, was uh, you. Now, I talked about this last episode. um, We talked about the show. Oh, shit, wow. We talked about the show You with Ben Bradley. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. And, and he has been adamant in complete social justice warrior mode um, on social media, talking about the show and why it's sad that people love his character so much. And I want to address the themes in you a little more to help myself feel better.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Did you see it? I watched bits and pieces of it. I okay,
0: so you as a show, it's on Netflix, this guy. It's pretty much some of like social media and how easy it is to get access to people, right? He meets this girl. He likes her. He eventually starts stalking her physically and online. Um, he enters her and puts himself into her life and pretty much tries to make it better at all costs, at all costs. All right. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the premise of the show. Um, so with that being said, I had to check my own behavior and my own analysis of the show. And the reason I say that is because when I was watching it, um, I fell in love with Penn Bradley's character. I did because, first of all, Penn Bradley is fine. Um, <laughs> second of all, it was also it also made me think about what I was lacking in my dating experiences that made me connect with his character. Um... First of all, the stalking shit, I (laughs) kind of ignored that. But it's so common. Not Like, the physical stalking is creepy. That's fucking weird. Following people, that's fucking weird. But we all meet somebody and go on Facebook or go on Instagram or go on Snap or go on, maybe not on Twitter as much, but, and go on Twitter and dissect these people's lives. Not necessarily dissect it, but you look through it, you sort through it. pictures, posts, everything when you meet somebody, which is a pretty much damn near, I guess it's not, I guess it's not a form of stalking. Maybe it is. Who knows? But if you sit there, especially if you have somebody that posts a lot, because if you do meet a crazy ass person and you sit in here, you check in everywhere you go, you know what I'm saying? You meet a crazy ass person, nigga. You say you at the Starbucks, nigga. She at the Starbucks, nigga. Talking about something. Where? (laughs)
1: <laughs> so I don't see you, I'm here
0: it's almost, um, I'm going here <laughs> I'm about to go it's almost, oh it's crazy running into you you know what I'm saying Like, so that is one of the themes that I'm going, that's one of the themes that I was addressing and then the second one and the main one that stuck out to me like I was saying as far as like it made me think about the stuff that I lacked in my dating life right. because a lot of it didn't seem problematic to me because as women and I'm not speaking for all women and you can be mad or you can feel some kind of way I really don't give a fuck but y'all know that um Addressing my own personal issues, it made me think about, like, damn, like, he really like her. And that's fucked up. And the reason I said that is because he was, like, he just wanted to impress her and care about her at all costs. And for somebody that continuously meet people that are never genuinely certain about anything, that's never really trying to date you, that's never really trying to like you for real, that's never really trying to care for real... It's crazy cuz I'm like damn like he really care about her like he really love her like he really want to make her happy and he's willing to do whatever to make her happy like that's crazy and that and I had to like I said adjust my own psychosis at that point So this nigga's is literally killing people <laughs> and I'm still like but he doing it for the right reasons
1: though. yeah okay <laughs> yeah okay but no
0: because i'm thinking i mean you didn't see the whole thing but okay sorry if you look well i'll put in the bio you spoilers here but if you are fucking you you dating this guy i mean clearly these are over exaggerations because i got it towards the end but like when the if you're like oh the fuck boy that is manipulating you and doesn't really care about you and just using you for sex and trying to walk all over you and abuse your love for you, you know, for him and treat you poorly. If somebody just came in like, you know what, you're not getting over this fast enough and he has to take himself out of your life, you're never gonna do it and he's never gonna do it because he likes to access you. I'm gonna do it for you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And then, or, or the toxic friends that you have in your life that's holding you back, that don't want you to grow, that don't want you to do better, that don't want you to accomplish your goals, that don't want to see you happy, that don't want to see you striving and doing better. I'm going to get rid of that bitch, too. <laughs> because you can't see it. Because I can see stuff that you can't see. And the, the fucked up thing about it, which made his character so dynamic and made viewers kind of fucked up, is because you're looking at it like, he really, I mean, he's really doing this for, in her, like, in his mind, in her best interest. Like, I mean... Cause you find yourself saying, and it's fucked up. It's like, damn, she mm. really was a bad friend. Like she really was like fucking her professional life up, fucking all of this stuff up. Like literally, like not a shitty ass friend. You know what I'm saying? Or shit like no, that, or like no, this okay. nigga was really shitty to her, and like lying and like ghosting her and doing all kind of shit like that. You like, this thing like, and he, you know, took it upon himself to do that. I got it more towards the end when she was like, when she was talking about it, and the girl was like. You have to give people the opportunity because that's how you grow and learn. It's almost like with your parents where they're like, I can't, like, they have to make the mistakes themselves. I right. your parents like that. It's kind of almost like that because you're like, okay, she's like, I have to learn how to see these things for myself
1: right, and get you. over this
0: shit on my own. I
1: don't need you killing people to solve my problem. Right.
0: Like, I need to do it myself. Eventually, I would have got over this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Or eventually, I would have saw that this is a toxic-ass friendship.
1: Right, cause now but now I had to creating, do it in my
0: own time
1: You're creating the emotions now That you definitely Don't want me to have Like you thought it was solving a problem But it was actually making the problem bigger
0: Right cause now I'm mourning these people Right, But Well not a shit that I did that first right? <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Um, but that's what I'm saying. The major thing I had to address is like me seeing it and like romanticizing him in my mind. Like, damn, like, am I so fucked up where I haven't had nobody to really care about me that this looks like love and genuine care? I can't even process what that looks like in a healthy way (laughs) because I've only ever had the shitty niggas. So like the fact that she found something like this, like, like, he just really wants to care for her. And like that moved me because I've never experienced no shit like that. I had to address myself in that point, at that point. Okay. But yeah, that's all we want to discuss as far as that goes. And, um, if you watch you or you want to discuss the topics with me, or maybe you think I'm a fucking psychopath, I don't give a fuck, but we can do that. Um, you can, uh, email us at ask 2 podcast um, at gmail.com. That's number two. Send so any questions, comments, or concerns you may have. And we can, you know, shoot the shit. You know, address um all the
1: bullshit and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. KC's DMs are definitely open.
0: Are my DMs open? I
1: don't know. <laughs> yeah, your DMs are open. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. They're open. Nigga, they guess. open right now. Nigga, Maybe shut the open. fuck up, bro. What <laughs> the fuck
1: is you talking about? Shut your ass up. <laughs> all right. So... Also, if you want to ask us questions for Mind of Millennial, you can also hit up that email as well. Um, me and KC are kind of getting bored. We're asking each other questions. We kind of want to know what you guys want to know about us.
0: Right? Yeah, eventually we'll just have well, Next week we'll we'll make sure we actually do our work. No. I, don't think, I don't think we did.
1: No, I did. I got a question.
0: Oh, you do? Oh, okay. Well, what's, uh, bring it on? What's up?
1: No, it was Mind of a Millennial part of the topic that we discussed earlier well off air about the weather like do you think that the weather is different now than it was when we were a kid and how so like I believe that a lot of the shit that was going on when we were kids is not going you know it's like super now like we didn't really have that many hurricanes and I was like there's always a couple big hurricanes like the snowfall the cold like some you know Sometimes it's 50. Like, last week it was like 40 Some one day. And this week is like two. So, like, that's not something that I remembered. It was more consistent, I'll say, as a kid as opposed to now. So, how do you feel about that?
0: Um, I mean, it's fucked up. And the reason I said it, because we live in Michigan. And it's, it's a cold state, obviously. We get snow and we have winter and shit. Um... The reason I feel like it's, it's it's bad and good. I feel like it's been warmer. It doesn't snow as much as it used to snow. Um, it doesn't get as cold as it used to get. Like I remember being younger and being what was something long johns and snow suits and winter boots and hats and scarves and gloves all the time and like
1: being cold as fuck. Talking about my everyday attire.
0: And, um, I guess so. (laughs) Um, and being in that shit every day, like, I remember it being negative degrees. I remember going to shovel snow outside multiple times in the winter, like, almost, like, shit, multiple times a week. Like, that was normal. And... Like, even now, we just got our first snowfall, like, serious snowfall, like, a week ago, I think. It was last Monday, last Tuesday or some shit like that. Um it's last weekend. It was last... Okay.
1: Was it last weekend? It was last weekend.
0: Oh, yeah, it was last weekend. Yeah, it was, like, Saturday or some shit. Mm-hmm. Last Saturday. So, like, a week ago. We just got our first real snowfall. And we live in Michigan. That's not common. You know what I'm saying? And it's... What? Shit. Halfway through fucking snow... wintertime. Damn near we'll start warming up like April? Here? Yes.
1: June.
0: No, it doesn't. People are so Michigan people are so fucking dramatic. It really don't be cold for that long. Not this fucking cold. No,
1: no, not this cold. No. Like,
0: no, I'm not saying it's summer, but it's like light jacket weather. By April, you can wear like a jacket. You don't you don't still have on snow sh- suits and shit And April. <laughs> people are so
1: fucking dramatic. Yeah, I get April. Like late like April, early, man.
0: Um <laughs> this is so fucking dramatic I I know you're lying because I always went to school in Mount Pleasant and I was wearing flip flops by May to class so I know you're lying
1: bro you just adapted to your surroundings no I didn't I am I know fuck no
0: no and and it's colder up there that's how I know you're just a dramatic ass nigga but um and I hate being fucking maybe because I hate being hot I don't know I'm
1: anemic so oh yeah I forgot
0: skinny people are anemic my bad so that makes a lot of
1: sense so no.
0: y'all ass, it'd be a hundred degrees. Y'all ass, so much you cold? So it don't even count. Your opinion is a, a completely invalid at this point.
1: Seventy five.
0: But um, a hundred, nigga. Like I said, but anyway. So <laughs> I think it's warmer, and like it's fucked up because in Michigan here we're like enjoying it because it's better. But in reality, you know, it's because the, the world is ending and shit. So it's a double edged sword, I guess, in that way, because we're like. Oh, I'm happy that it's warmer, but shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, we randomly had a 60-degree day, and it was, like, fucking, what was it, like, December? Yeah. yeah, like, shit like that. Never would have fucking happened. Like, shit like that. So, to me, it just seems like the weather has gotten better.
1: Okay. Um. <laughs> Did you do your
0: work? Yep. <laughs> I did.
1: So, uh, Casey, you know, immediately finds the first question she finds. In, in the okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if someone you love was brutally murdered and their killer was acquitted on, on a technicality, would you seek revenge?
1: Um, that's a tough question. Because, in any sense, like, my black ass is not getting acquitted for the murder of this person because... I don't think I'm that great at that shit. Like, in my mind, I feel like I, you know, I've watched enough shit and can kind of do that. But no, my shit probably be messy and shit. I leave footprints and all that type of shit.
0: Well, quitting on technicality can be anything like a bad DNA sample. Like, it'd be stupid shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, it could just be that the person didn't do it. So. Yeah, going back for revenge on somebody who didn't do something. But if you knew they did it, uh, yeah, sure. I tried my hand at it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends.
0: Some, yeah, I could kill somebody. Whatever.
1: <laughs> hey, look, man, it's three hats in the cut, bro. Oh, I'll be all right. Okay. Be all right. you a psychopath? Yeah. <laughs> right. You got issues. I'll be all right.
0: <laughs> issues, but uh, um, yeah,
1: I feel you. I mean, cause. Sometimes depending on the person, shit, you might not want to be here no way. So, yeah, yeah. I'm just going with your issues theory. I'm just adding on top of that.
0: This is going <laughs> dark. <laughs>
1: Look, this is
0: going dark really fast. Um, but okay. Forget I asked.
1: I'm sorry. I watched. They gonna it.
0: play this shit back like this nigga definitely did it. <laughs> definitely.
1: Sorry, I watched the Punisher this week. I apologize. Sure Nigga psycho
0: it. <laughs> Oh random I went to go see Jess Hilarious Last week When she was here last weekend
1: Was she hilarious?
0: She was funny you know I'm saying? She was funny I went I randomly went I have been doing a lot of stuff by myself And like you know Really sinking into my independence And so I randomly went to the concert I mean randomly went to her uh, show by myself
1: Yeah I ain't like them ticket prices But They were I bad
0: I was closed, though, too, and I paid, like, $70 for mine. But I was, like, right in the front, in the middle.
1: I ain't like them ticket prices. I ain't
0: like $30. But you wanted like, free?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can't take niggas nowhere. But see, that's that's part of the marketing shit. Like, bro, if I'm looking at you every day, being a comedian, come on. That's the social Support media. Support black
0: businesses, nigga. You, this is why our people can't excel. You
1: know, A uh, good thirty percent saying, of that shit was not going like nobody. Back.
0: I said, <laughs> support black businesses.
1: Okay. Yeah, all right.
0: All right. Tamosa, yeah, all right. <laughs> Niggas love that. All right. Yeah. 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 All yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Anyways, that's gonna wrap it up for my millennial. And you know what time it is. Oh. Soon, what are we (laughs) talking about? Oh, you really don't know? Okay, so this week, what we're gonna discuss for our Let's Are You topic is that I was bringing this up to Hendricks before we show when we were, you know, whatever, prepping the ship. I was saying about the expectations uh, and the burden of being a millennial. And the reason I said that is because everything gets blamed on us. And a lot of times it's contradictory. And so we're trying to get to the bottom of this shit. What is that? Why have we just encompassed all the hate of all the previous generations? <laughs> I'm trying to understand. Because I know, I'm sure we aren't the only people that seen it. On one hand, they're talking about um, how, you know, we have all these... All, millennials have a lot of kids and a lot of single parents and all this different stuff.
1: But... The population is declining because we don't have enough Right, kids. but millennials
0: don't have enough kids. Like, why well, millennials aren't having kids? But then y'all say that we, you know, it out of like and shit like that. But then I see everybody and their mama get married, so I don't know what's going on. Then, except for me. Then, <laughs> on the other hand, they're like, oh, the, one, the millennials, they all they do is eat out and they don't cook and they don't do this. But then they're talking about how we're the reason that the restaurant chains are failing and shit because we don't go out to eat, like, Everything is our fault. So, why do you think that is? Or home ownership, that too. They're talking about why y'all about. (laughs) I mean, we don't have no money. Y'all fucked up the economy. The cost of living is high as hell.
1: No, I won't even say they fucked up the economy. They fucked up our heads. Okay. Because the baby baby boomer generation of the American dream and the white picket fence and all that shit. That was a pipe dream. Y'all got to experience it. You knew well, you should have known. There was no way in the fuck 50 years later that anybody was going to be able to experience that. We don't even have pensions no more, bro. And guess what? When we get 50, 60, we won't have social security. So all this shit that's coming out of our checks right now is going to you. We're funding you. Cause you fucked up. Like you got to choose the job that you wanted to work at for thirty fucking years and retire from. We didn't get that choice. You push education as f- much as you could. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. You gotta. All the degree. reason we in
0: fucking debt.
1: Like you gotta go. You gotta get a degree. Get a stable career. There is no such thing as a fucking stable career right now. Yeah. Any and every for sure. Any and every job can completely dissipate you know at once like Thanos snapping his fucking finger and guess what the auto industry is gone Like mm-hmm. everything is like is not it, it wasn't fair and now you know them looking at us and blaming us for shit that they did or laws that they implemented or procedures that they started like that's not cool like we push our generation pushed for, you know, the E85 cars, the electric cars. Oh, no, it's too small. I got, you know. Right. My, we the only one trying hurts. to stay the
0: fucking environment. They don't give a fuck about that
1: shit either. My neck hurts. My back hurts. I, I can't fit in that little car. Man, so what, nigga? Like, you, you still burning. this fucking 89. My nigga, stop. That's yeah. what's fucking us up.
0: It's a lot of shit, though. Even if you think about, like... Food or whatever. Like, it's our generation. Like, you think about like, the stuff that our parents ate and stuff like that. And we're the ones that be, like, trying to eat healthier, trying to be better, trying to live longer, and shit hey, like that.
1: they like, I'm not eating that shit, man. Fucking spam commercials? My nigga, y'all, love, spam. y'all love that shit. Beyond sausages, nigga. Right. Y'all were in that era of that preserved food, like Twinkies and shit like that. Nobody wants that shit. I want some shit that if I don't eat it, in two days, the shit goes bad.
0: But it's it's so funny because like we have to work, we have to work a lot harder to get the bare minimum shit that they had. Like I said, like our it's likely I know some studies show it's likely that our generation really won't even be able to retire. And it's funny because like the older generation loves to say how lazy the new generation is. Like oh y'all lazy and. Y'all don't want to work for shit in life. We work, we working hard as hell just to just to make it.
1: How? We can't do shit else but work. <laughs> like, like, some of us what? have to work six, seven days a week to sustain a living, to pay bills mm-hmm. for that house that you convinced us we would be, oh, yeah, just get you a house. That's a good investment. No, the fuck is not. It's a good investment if you got it. If you don't, mm-hmm. it's not.
0: If you are, how you gonna get a house? I'm like, I don't have no kids, no husband. I would be in my, This is my, I'm in my forever home right now. This apartment nigga. So I'll die. I'm gonna die right in this bitch. All
1: right. You lose your job because your company got bought out or some kind of, you know, political reason where they didn't ship jobs to a different country and shit and now you don't got no job or you got a, a different job that pays less, but you still got this fucking mortgage you gotta pay that they convince you that you had to. get a house for and yeah you get fucked up or you still got the fucking student loan payments from the six years of fucking college you went to to work a thirty thousand dollar a year job like yeah it's it's a lot of shit that they brainwashed us into thinking was the way to go but it was the way to go during their time Mm -hmm. like they didn't give us a chance to adapt and fuck up to figure out what the fuck we needed to do yeah
0: it was way easier for them like like you had to think about it school was so much cheaper and university was cheaper when they were younger um it was easier to go and get a degree not easier as far but because it's way more common now but it was way more cheaper a lot of us are in our ne- up to our necks in student loan debt and stuff like that, that they, a lot of them don't even, didn't, don't have. Like, that debt from student loans is a lot You, it's, you would have to, shit, literally find a needle in a haystack to find somebody, well, besides Hendrix, without any student loans. Because <laughs> everybody I know got some, well, I know one of my friends don't, but, you know, she was blessed in that way, but everybody else I know does, you know what I'm saying? Because you didn't took one, at least a couple classes in your lifetime where, you know, you got it, so it's kind of fucked up. Like, you might never really get that burden off your back. There's so many things that we have to think about. Like, while we don't have kids, we can't afford to have kids.
1: But even on the student loan things. Like, and we
0: don't want to struggle and have kids, too.
1: Yeah. Even on the student loan thing, to go back to that, me not having student loans set me back. That's how fucked up the society that we live in is now because I didn't get that immediate credit when I was 18 because I didn't have student loans. That That's credit right there. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to pay us so we can give you a little bit of money because you're going to have to pay us anyway so you can just pay us a little bit more. I didn't have that. I had to grind and struggle to get some sort of, you know, credit to where I could borrow. You know what I'm saying? But it's just bad. Like, jobs is not the same no more.
0: Yeah, you definitely don't have a job. Like, it's almost like y'all, uh, we don't even really have middle class anymore.
1: Like, we can't, at 18, we can't just go into this job and work 40 years. It doesn't work like that anymore. And live comfortably. Right. It's not It's not possible. Like, there's so many restrictions that we have on mm-hmm. us that we're trying to make the best of that y'all didn't have. But you constantly blaming us for shit. Like, we, we are mm-hmm. the ones who... Implementing the farm-to-the-table aspects and shit because we want better food and shit like that. We don't want, you know, the canned food that you guys, you know, instrumented and shit like that. Like, we don't want that at all. So it's a lot of shit that we should not be blamed for at all. <laughs> But we're consistently playing for it. But
0: people don't really like change. I think that's what it really comes
1: down to. They won't let us change shit.
0: But I'm saying as far, but they don't like the fact that we want to change. Is what I'm saying. Like, that's why I feel like the disconnect comes from. Because like, oh, y'all lazy. Like, these blanket statements. Like, I mean, that must be my theme for this week. It's not healthy. Like, what? Like, because I'm not lazy. All the old people I know be lazy as fuck. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. (laughs) What? What you mean? What the fuck you're not going to do, nigga? the fuck? Like, it's always stuff like that where people are just, like, kind of lazy, don't want to do anything. And they always accuse us of being that way. And it's like we know that we have to work and do all of these things and to just to have. Like, I may never have children because I don't never know if I would ever feel financially stable enough to have them.
1: Oh, just go ahead. It will come to you. Like no. Like I'm no,
0: I'm good. Like the no. money not gonna come. Like I think somebody was, I think my son was saying, like you'll never feel like you're ready. Yeah, it's different if I have money to have the money to take care of. I,
1: know, I can else. finesse some shit even though I don't feel like I'm ready. Yeah, cuz I don't them. want I don't
0: want to raise my kids in a struggle environment. And I know that might be discriminatory, but there's a lot of people like a lot of times our parents or of people parents in the older generation baby older generation they had kids that they could not afford a lot of times. Like the world it shouldn't have been designed for your already poor ass to be like, "Oh, I'm going to get knocked up and then be on child, I mean be and then live off child support and food stamps." Like you shouldn't have that mentality before you decide to have a kid. You should be financially able to take care of that child and if you can't you shouldn't be having kids but that's i'm gonna get off my soapbox on that one because i don't want to fit anybody but (laughs) no
1: no because it's
0: ideally that's a a expense
1: they have like shows and shit like that on tv i think it's like the goldbergs some kind of a couple shows like that where it's a you know the dad that goes to work the mom that stays at home and the four or five kids that he's comfortably taken care of with mm-hmm. his little bullshit job. That shit is not happening today. Mm-hmm. You have to have a six-figure career. And
0: it's like, I knew about that. I knew, like, I grew up like that, but I still knew that that wasn't going to be my life. Like, I grew up like that. Like, my dad took care of three, I'll say, and a half children because my cousin pretty much lived with us. And then, so he took care of three and a half children. My mom stayed at home, and he worked. Like, I grew up like that, and I still knew that that was not... A possibility for me. All
1: right, Your Dad worked seven days a week to do that. It wasn't a m- Monday through Friday nine to five job. Where well, he didn't, he didn't really he did have that. to work that much, he
0: really work that much. <laughs> back then. He worked that much now. Feel
1: <laughs> that, that pressure? He worked that much then, <laughs> yeah. but um, that millennial pressure. Like, yeah, hey, you out here too now. Yeah, uh, hey, it's rough. God damn it.
0: But yeah, I mean, he my dad about to retire, <laughs> but he that got a, he a picture peesh. to retire for. Him, you know what I'm saying, like. It's shit like that, like, we don't have. We'll never retire.
1: Just even that thought, because, what, your dad has, like, 25 years at his job? Oh,
0: my dad has over 30 years. He could have been retired.
1: Oh, okay, he's over 30. Well, my mom has, like, 25 years at her job, and we, like, who's ever going to stay at one job and work for 25 to 30 years to be able to retire? Like, that's not feasible anymore. Like people are getting like fifteen W twos in the next couple of weeks. Not fifteen. Yeah, I'm mean, just saying that's the that's the way that you know what I'm saying, that job structure is working now. Like nobody stays at a job for that long. Like shit, we are fucking unicorns by the length of time we've been in our jobs. Yeah. So
0: But I mean it also it also I will say that it also depends on the people. And the reason I also because I said because I'm more stability based and that's because that's how I was raised. I know a lot of people in our and like my peers and friends that are like we are definitely a generation that I think are more comfortable with following their dreams. Like people were like, oh, you know, I wanna quit my job and be a social media influencer. I wanna quit, I wanna quit my job and start a business. I wanna be an entrepreneur. I don't wanna work for anybody. I feel like our generation has that more than anybody else. I don't think like it was as common when our parents were younger, but now it's like everybody wants to start their own business. They don't wanna go in the clock and every work every day. They don't wanna work for somebody, they wanna be an entrepreneur, they wanna, you know, have their own thing. And that wasn't as common. Like I don't think our parents in the future, I mean, in the past generations was, felt as negative about, like, working for the, you know, working for somebody else. But now it's like, oh, I don't want to work at a company. I want to have my own. I don't want to, you know, have to answer to anybody or I don't want to have to go to work. Like, a lot of people are like that now. And I don't think that was as big of an issue. Or just the same thing as passion. I feel like we, it was definitely more instilled in us, whereas I feel like They were more encouraged. I know now it's probably like, who's out of your (laughs) own, But it was more encouraged, I think, (laughs) when they were younger to provide. It was a goal for your parents to provide and take care and and do this and that. And nowadays, it's kind of more so, well, I want to follow my dream. You have people... And it's mind-boggling to me because, like I said, that's how I was raised. No shade. But it's a lot of people... I whole kids and families. I'm gonna quit my job because I'm not happy and I'm gonna hope that I can, you know, get big as an artist. Like, <laughs> not shitting on nobody's dream, but it's just not for me personally. But it's more common in our generation. Back then, your parents did work 30 and 40 years at a job that they fucking hated to make sure that your ass could go to school and. You know what I'm saying, so you couldn't live out your dreams. Like your parents suffered for thirty, forty years working that job to, you know what I'm saying, that they might not have loved to take up care up of.
1: Argument, man, shut up.
0: And that's why. That's exactly the thing. It's called less argue. We don't have to fucking agree. You're
1: fucking up our argument.
0: I just like to push both sides of everything. I like to look at shit from both sides.
1: No, I mean that's a very, a very valid point because I kind of get. Scared when people say, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm quitting my job." Like you know, That's what I'm saying.
0: I wasn't raised to be like that. but I know people like that. Like I hate my job. I'm not to leave. I'm not doing this shit. Like oh, I don't do man. I- it's people at my job. Man, like I don't do man. Like they got like you got a whole kid. <laughs> I don't do manual labor. I don't think I'm about to do this. You no, I mean like-
1: it's tears to that. I agree. I completely agree. It's tears to that. So- no, but I mean
0: I understand that people are like oh I want to do this. I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm cool with that. Like, but. I'm just not that particular. I don't have that in me. Like, I don't mind. Like, I'm a, I'd am rather be comfortable than happy. <laughs> than happy. And I think, and, and not I'm saying that, because I know, like, yes, you should be able to, in, in in the grand scheme of things, in a perfect world, and life is not fair, okay? I'm going to leave those, I'm going to say both of those things. In a perfect world, yes, it would be great to wake up every day. I would love to, like, wake up, uh. At 11 every day and like get on my computer and look at my startup <laughs> see how much money I made and in residual income that day and not have to go into any work or clock in or leave my fucking house or whatever the case may be and just maybe go to meetings or do something I absolutely fucking love I would love to do that I would love to not have to do anything but put up fucking YouTube videos all day and record this podcast for y'all weekly and make enough money to sustain my lifestyle. I would love to do that. But I'm also not in the position to do that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a dream. That that would be my dream job, to just be able to be a content creator and be financially well off. You know what I'm saying? That's the the dream. But the reality is I have a good... (laughs) comfortable job where I make good, reasonable money and I can take care of myself, provide for myself and do all the things that I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Vacation and, and for myself the lifestyle in which I enjoy.
1: I'm I cool think with that. The, what a lot of us don't understand is a lot of the social media influencers are younger than us. Because, yeah, yeah, if I'm, you know, I drop out of college, and I started making YouTube videos, and that shit started to pop off. You know, I grind for two years, and then, you know, I started seeing some residuals from that. I'm still 22. Like, I'm straight. Like, yeah, this is my life now. But no, when you went to school and graduated and started working bullshit jobs and shit like that, I don't believe that you would possess the courage, you know, to just stop everything and say, all right, I'm a struggle for a while and then, you know, see how that shit pan out. No. But, you, you know, we've been through the struggle. We don't want to struggle no more. So a lot of us in the millennial um, generation tend to take less of those, you know, just jumping out the window moments. And, but
0: see, I don't know. It's people like, well, you know what? I'm not that type because I know people that I graduated with without a pot to piss in like, oh, I'm moving to New York. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. And it's not as functional, you know what I'm saying? Like, as because, like I said, I didn't grow, I didn't grow up like I had goals and things I wanted to do, and because actually, content creation didn't come to me until I was already in my twenties. You know what I'm saying as far as, like I had goals and things I wanted to do, but I was never like a a leap of faith like as spontaneous as I'm about to drop everything and move to Texas. I'm about to drop everything and move to Atlanta. I'm about to drop everything and you know what I'm saying and start my life over. I've never been that person because I like stability. I'm too controlling <laughs> to leave anything up to chance. That's who I am though. You know what I'm saying? So I've never been a part. Maybe I'm born. I mean, I'm an old soul. Maybe I'm born in the wrong generation <laughs> right. because that's kind of where we are. Like, our generation is like dreamers. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this. Like I said, I was talking to my friend and oh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to quit my job and do this because, you know, that I'm not happy. I don't. I want to make sure I'm doing something in my life to make me happy. Even if I make a whole bunch of money for it, I want to be happy. I don't live like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I appreciate that and I envy anybody who can. But I need I could have, I'm way too controlling to not know if I'm gonna be able to like afford
1: housing. <laughs> like, <laughs> for sure, for sure. You
0: know what I'm saying? So yeah,
1: I, that's
0: just what it is. Um, you have anything else you want to add?
1: No, I mean just stop. You know, just actually take a look. And you know, us as millennials, we stop def- blaming
0: everything on us. We ain't do it.
1: Us as millennials, we definitely need um to take some blame over some of the stuff that is happening now. We
0: ain't do shit. Right. We
1: we got some sketchy behavior, but we do. It is we also have to understand y'all over
0: sexualization. <laughs> that's a millennial shit. That whole shit, some millennial shit. Disrespectful men, that's a millennial shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all desire to not you know settle down. Millennial shit.
1: You know what I'm saying for sure. But like I was about to get to, that is also a direct correlation of the past generation and what they've done, and the things that we've seen. Like a lot of times when you see things, you don't want to go through that. Like, you know, you grew up in a house with, you know, drugs and addictions and shit like that. You don't want to Who drink. I grew or smoke. up like
0: that. Not saying nobody did, but I'm <laughs>
1: <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It depending on how you grew up and shit like that, what you saw in your environment from your older
0: made you a bad person. You know, I will no, say I'm this. Saying,
1: you changed the way you We wanted. will get
0: families.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I
0: will say this. I understand that history and experiences shape you, but I will say, and I used to say this, and I still stand by it, that at the end of the day, you're an adult, and you know right from wrong. And just because your daddy left your mama when you was five and you was crying and you needed some formula, don't mean, oh, formula, at five, never, never
1: mind, I don't know. Because <laughs> you <laughs> She ain't got no kids.
0: <laughs> How long they be drinking formula? All right. Um, just because- one. What are you
1: talking about?
0: Uh, I guess you got. You got, like too, I got man. all my teeth. If I um, just
1: because no don't
0: what mean that, right? you should be scared of marriage. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, like that. But people are so fucked.
1: <laughs> and it's crazy because somebody actually tried to give me that little speech. Like, well, you know, I'm like, nigga, my parents were married for 20 years. Like my whole entire childhood life. Like I had my mom and my dad. Like chill out. This is not the reason, my nigga. It's you. Fuck out, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. It's cute. Why you don't want to end.
0: But, um... Damn, I was supposed to say something I forgot. You made
1: me forget. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I can't believe that. Motherfucker had the audacity to do
0: that shit. But, yeah, that's really how it is. Like, I think... If we if we are responsible for uh, some behaviors. I think I... But especially the over-sexualization of every fucking thing. Um... And maybe your past experiences did harden us. And but I mean, after a certain point in time you learn right from wrong and you just be be a better fucking person. Or maybe not.
1: <laughs> Look, I've come to the realization that some people just like wrong.
0: I'll pose this question to you. I was talking to my good friend about this earlier. Um, my best friend actually. So would you say we were we were trying to guesstimate for men? In this generation. So I was asking her, I, well, we wasn't, I wouldn't ask her. We were saying what we, our, our differences. I was like, you know, you could meet a man that will say that he's done hoeing, but that don't mean that he actually wants a relationship. And we were trying to figure out what that means. To me, and you can tell me if I'm wrong Why or you not. Ask me, my you can tell me if I'm wrong or not. In my mind, I said it's like this. Maybe if you're actively before you decided you done home, huh? maybe you active home, huh? You know, you could meet a bitch anywhere, from Kroger's to the gym, you go home and fuck her. You can do that. That's your everyday life. You just go running, fuck running bitches every day. Maybe not every day, but almost every day. To, every other day, whatever. Every anytime you any, anybody you meet is palpable, right? Doing this, huh? <laughs> Niggas everywhere. Okay, that's before you stop hoing. Huh? When you stop hoing, huh? it don't mean that you're ready to tell out down in a relationship. It just means that now, instead of meeting these random bitches every day, you just, like, got a roster about two or three that you, like, you know what? Today feel like a Ashley day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, you know what? Today is Taco Tuesdays and Selena. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got, like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so.
1: That is racist. <laughs>
0: I would just say, but when you said the shit about Dearborn, nigga, that was way worse. What did
1: I say about Dearborn?
0: You said, never mind, I'm going to repeat, because it it's so fucked up. Anyways. <laughs> okay. It feels like a Britney day on Taco Tuesday, okay? So, is that, what did you say? Would you say that it's like that, like, you might have a couple, like, few pitches that you fucking went? Or that you know what I'm saying and then when you before you stop home you might just be you know just out here dogging hoes I
1: don't know look well, you are I fucking got, useless bro I got I always got so much flack for being a relationship guy anyway so I don't I was, even though, is
0: that even a thing cause yes. I don't even know if niggas have the capacity to be in relationships yeah that's another question good question so can a man actually desire to be in a relationship yes. are there men that actually want to be in relationships yes oh huh. I don't know if I believe that to be true
1: yes I mean <laughs> but you have to <sighs> I know from my experience, I actually look at the dynamic around the relationship. Like, it's some shit that's going to happen. Like, is are you with somebody who's going to be able to, you know, maneuver around a lot of the shit that's going to happen? Whether it's, you know, financial, emotional, physical. Like, as you grow older, shit change. Like, are, is this the person that, you know, especially now, shit, I'm 30. Almost 30. Yeah, I need somebody that's gonna actually be able to go through some shit, cause there's always gonna be some shit, regardless of how much you love each other and how good y'all click, how good y'all click together and shit like that. It's still gonna be some shit. It might not even be shit with y'all, but some shit from the outside world will potentially compromise what y'all got going on. So you just have to figure that out and see if somebody's actually gonna grow with you and deal with some shit. But uh, back to your first point, yeah, I believe you are correct. Like, it's not, you know, I guess when a guy starts hoeing, it means that they aren't hoeing as much. they just be they're not as reckless. Yeah. Like, I don't see how niggas is reckless like that. That shit is scary.
0: Niggas be hella reckless. Because the reason I ask that, because I've definitely had whole conversations with men, and they'll be like, oh, you know... I kind of want to get married and settle down. But you can feel it, though. Like, I don't want to get married and settle down, but you know they ain't talking about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like I do my friends are married, and they and they in relationships, and I'm the only single one. Like, I really do think i was first time. And they ain't much talking about you, They probably talk about the next bitch they going to meet. You know what, no, what I'm saying? No, but
1: I, I think I believe I posed this question to you before. It's like, all right, so the guy that you most interested in now, would you marry him?
0: Well, I'm not sure in nobody but myself. And I would definitely marry time, myself because I time. am literally a catch. But that's interesting. He'll me. But what? at the end of the day, <laughs> then I'm a catch, nigga. Why? Nah, like I was saying.
1: You a catch to catch these hands. Keep talking. Nigga, to I'm,
0: you gonna catch. get your ass beat, little fella. Put <laughs> your ass out of the
1: window. Yeah, all right. Don't confuse it, nigga.
0: A little bit. You got to chill. No, I'm confusing. All man. right. I think it's be a book 42. I'm talking trash. Damn. my 135.
1: My- <laughs> Look, I go back down to 135. Y'all come get me. If I go under 150, y'all come get me, please.
0: This nigga sitting over here at 125 pounds. Talking shit. going come get me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: All righty, y'all. Feed me.
0: That's gonna wrap it up. I feel like I had another question to that question, but I'm done. Oh, well, (laughs) damn, I don't remember. I forgot. I really did. I had another question. Damn, what was it? You always talking to make me forget. Shit. Damn, it was something about niggas. Because I was about to, you know, be my one stop shop. I'd be like, so do y'all know when. Damn, I'm I'm going to have to ask you off, air because I can't remember the question. Anyways, that's going to wrap it up for <laughs> this argument. If you want to add anything to the conversation, you can do so by emailing us at gmail 2 com. That's the number two. Or you can hit us up on our social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Or you can just, like, comment or something on SoundCloud or um, Podbean or some shit.
1: Do they have a commenting feature?
0: Hmm. Um, whatever. I said, do they have a commenting feature on Podbean?
1: Nobody follows us on, on Pop oh, okay. unfortunately. We have five followers. Y'all need to follow us on Pop I know it's inconvenient, but just give us a follow. <laughs> it's, awesome. it's
0: inconvenient. Nigga,
1: I'm dead. But, anyways. SoundCloud was tripping last week. Just come over to Poppy. It's a
0: awesome. Muslim. Yeah.
1: Come over to. <laughs> oh, I'm actually looking at drama podcast drama on my timeline right now. righty. <laughs> So You know what really
0: grinds my gears? What's grinding your gears?
1: Oh well, since we've been gone, I had a couple of things that uh grinded my gears. First off, I know I talk about weather a lot, and I probably um on a different episode to address this, but the main thing grinding my gears this week is wind chill. And why the fuck meteorologists don't just say the fucking windshield as the temperature. I don't give a fuck about what the temperature, like the thermometer says, 19, but it feels like one. Like, we'll just say fucking one then, dum-dum. Like, what the fuck That's is That's not
0: their job.
1: Don't tell me it feel like one then. <laughs> Why well, are you telling me that? Why? Because I go out the house with my 19-degree clothes on. It's fucking 1. Is your
0: 19-degree clothes different from your 1? Because my shit's all the same. Yes, it's very
1: different. (laughs) Currently, 14 degrees. Feels like (laughs) 4. Just say fucking 4 and keep it moving. You
0: have so much anger in your heart. The wind
1: chill. All right. That was my main thing because it's cold as fuck and people don't understand that it's cold as fuck. So don't tell me it's 20 and it actually feels like it's negative 2. Secondly, this is probably even more crazy than me uh, talking about uh, windchill. Look, you know, I'm a, I'm a connoisseur of adult entertainment.
0: So you like porn?
1: Yes. Can I get my shit off elegantly? No, now? you a holdup. <laughs> 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 ho How am I holding myself? Shut that up. So home. yeah, uh, I don't. I need y'all to chill out on these incest titles. And porn, like that shit is mad creepy. I understand a lot of times that shit don't even be that, but just that's eh.
0: Just don't watch it.
1: But it's so prevalent that it's crazy. Like you could just be scrolling down your porn and oh yeah, stepsister with
0: <laughs>
1: stepbrother and stepdad. Yeah. Three way. Like i' I'm supposed to get my nut off to this? Like I don't know if <laughs> Especially like the Amber, I don't know if that's for real for real or not. Like yeah. Yeah. So good, yeah, my little sister friend came over and uh my little sister caught us in the act, but uh she later joined it. Like, oh why? The fuck is that the title? Just put out I'm fucking this bitch doggy style and keep moving. Shit. That's what's grinding my gears this week. <laughs> porn. Yes, porn. All right, nasty which, nigga. What's grinding <laughs> your gears?
0: Well, I guess I kind of have a s- more serious one.
1: The windshield is serious, my guy. No, no.
0: no ooh. <laughs> no, nigga, it ain't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You call you the B-word. <laughs> I'm like, what?
1: <laughs> you got to put on your strong voice sometimes. That's um,
0: weird. But I guess I'm really, really frustrated, like I always am, with how discriminatory people are about shit.
1: Which people in particular? <sighs>
0: Niggas, mostly black people. The reason I say that is because it seems like as victims of discrimination that we are the most discriminatory group of motherfuckers ever. And it's so incredibly fucking frustrating. Like, you think, I think it can go two ways. You would think, I would say, you, it can go two ways. You would think that um, uh, it will make you more open. That would be my thought. That's how it is to me. Like you know what I'm saying? I understand what it's like to be discriminated against about some bullshit for some shit. That you don't have nothing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing to do with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're a woman or whether you're uh black or gay or you know what I'm saying? Anything like I know that as a, being a woman and being black, like people just you know what I'm saying discriminatory is stupid shit. So I'm sympathetic. Right. And empathetic with other people, like, oh yeah, that's fucked up, I get it. Like I understand. But for whatever reason, that's not the case with black people. It's the opposite. It's like, it's. I don't know if it's like PTSD or something, but it's like instead of sitting in solidarity with other groups that get discriminated against, we take the opposite approach. It's like we feel powerful doing this to others. It's like, oh, it's like it's almost like the bullied bullying. It's like, okay, you know what? Since they're making my life hard, I'm going to make yours hard. And it's like, well, I don't understand that. I, and it's, it's frustrating me because it happens a lot. And um, I don't understand it, I guess. I'm like... I don't understand why they feel like other groups deserve it. Like, I feel like we should have our own things and we can't retaliate against our oppressors so we don't take it out on everyone else. I think that's what it is. Like, so I'm like, we can't actually do it to the people that do it to us. And so we we take it on others or something. I don't know what it is, but that's been frustrating me because I see it so much. Like black people are transphobic, homophobic. They don't like Mexicans, they don't like Arabs, <laughs> they don't like nobody with black people. Um, we don't like black people. Exactly. Uh, point. So, it's just kind of like, we attack every fucking group, and I don't understand it. Like, one of my good friends, thank God I can listen to this podcast, Um, <laughs> it's extreme, like has extremely problematic views about shit. And when he says stuff, I just don't talk. Like... He's one of the people that hate every time it's a gay person on the show. He just like, oh, and my kids. He's like, I, got I can't have my kids watching this shit. And I wouldn't, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always, like, why is it gay people on everything? I'm like, well, because.
1: There's gay people everywhere. Exactly.
0: I'm like, well, because if it's an active a- active representation, like if you have a show and it's a, it's a cast of 10 and nobody's gay, it would be is it's fucked up because most likely in a life in a group of ten people somebody's gonna be gay. You know what I'm 2019,
1: saying? 2019, yeah,
0: definitely. I'm just saying in general, shit. I said now you can be gay. Before back then, maybe you couldn't. So I'm just saying like it's just the the principle of it being represented. You know, representation. I was like, it's the same thing with like black people. You know what I'm saying? And I know, no, I'm not comparing. Black and gay people because, you know, black people hate that shit. But I'm saying it's almost the same thing where it's, like, on shows and TV and representation. When we used to people complaining about friends not having no black people and how ridiculous that is because it's in fucking New York. <laughs> it's, like, how unrealistic it was and it was no black people in the whole fucking show. And it's, like, representation. You know what I'm saying? Like... All you had to do was put a black friend in there, black coworker in there, black something, black person at the bar, black person at the restaurant. Like it was no black people in this fucking cast. So it's just unrealistic.
1: Yeah, I mean, Orange, Orange is the New Black got a lot of slack for Laverne Cox being on the show.
0: And that's just real. You know what I'm saying? It's,
1: Even though they openly said that she was transgender. Like, on the show, she was transgender. Like, that's what happens, like, in real fucking life.
0: Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's important to have those kind of, like, representations in there. And, like, he, and, like, when he does it, because he goes on a rant, every time he sees something about it, he, trip or, like, um, I know him and his spouse was saying, like, you know, he was saying, like, it's. Like, I would, he's like, I would, like, I would, um, I would still love my children if one of them turned out to be a, he's like, but it seemed like my wife want that shit. It's not, she don't, like, she would be in support of it. I'm like, I don't know what he means by that specifically, but judging by how he is, it's probably, she probably could have said something like, oh, well, they should be happy or some shit like that. And cause that's how easily he would have took it like, oh, she wants them to be gay. If she would have just been like, oh, I want them to be happy at all. Cause she's like, I would never, he's like, I would never do anything to encourage it. I wouldn't let them do this, do that, or do that. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, or be around certain people. You know what I'm saying? And to me, because that is also dumbass logic. <laughs> because <laughs> if gay people made gay children, that would mean that all straight people make straight children. And we know that that's not the case. <sighs> <laughs> I'm saying, I don't understand how people would think that seeing gay shit gonna make somebody gay, but seeing straight shit don't make you straight. You know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Like, if that was the same, like, why would we wouldn't we put the same logic on it?
1: Look, man. I'm just saying. I, I keep telling you, man. You gotta stop listening to the niggas, man.
0: But, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't care. I'm a social justice warrior. I'm just, I just do it silently. Like, I mean, because I, I honestly, I don't like... Sometimes being somebody that is very accepting of everything... Like, I always say that. I'm a super liberal. I don't... Yeah. Only time I say anything about anybody is when it's somebody else attacking somebody else. Like, that's when I'm like, bro, why are you like this? Like, I'm never just going to say anything out of pocket about any group of people. I'm a lot of every fucking body. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. Unless your beliefs are fucking with somebody else's. That's the only time I ever have an issue. And so... When he say that I don't have, but being like that is exhausting because most of the people in this world is problematic as fuck, and so I just have to sit there. I just sit there. Like we'll be having the whole conversation, and he going there and I'm just like,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I don't have, I don't have nothing else to say. No, I mean that's
1: that's a lot of times that's the best way to go. I do that in my circle of friends sometimes, and yeah, you just look. All right, you're not gonna get it. You feel the way you feel. Cool. Wait till it happened to you. See how you feel differently. Maybe. Yeah,
0: it is what it is. But all right, guys. That's going to wrap it up. So, Hendrix, tell them where they can reach you.
1: You can reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Where can they reach you, Casey?
0: You can reach me, KC, in the place to be <laughs> at um k a y underscore i n r e e l l i f e. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. And then if you want to reach me on Facebook, you can do so at k c That's k a y c e e. Uh, no, it's not no fucking underscore c o l l <laughs> on Facebook. And um, if you want to reach the show again, you can do so at podcast at gmail dot com. That's the number two. And then if you want to find the show, you can do so. Well, if you listen to this this far, you already fucking found it. But if you want to find it again, you can just it SoundCloud, Google Play, on what the fuck else? SoundCloud, Hi- Google Beam, Play, Spotify, Spotify,
1: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcasts. Are we still on Stitcher? Podcast.
0: Podcast. <laughs> still on Stitcher? <laughs> I forgot about that. I don't use that shit. So anyway, <laughs> um, look anywhere you listen to fucking podcasts, okay? Damn. Okay.
1: And once again, if we're not on your uh favorite platform, if let we're not us on know. your preferred
0: podcast platform, okay.
1: <laughs> Just not,
0: let Hendrix know, and he'll put it up there. Yeah, I probably podcast. know the name of the com, shit.
1: All kind of crazy shit.
0: Anywhere you fucking listen to podcasts.
1: Some <laughs> <laughs> aggressive, bro.
0: Any last words?
1: <laughs> uh, yes, and I, I believe I speak on. Behalf of all millennials When I say this um, In the great words of Silta Shocker It ain't my fault It's not our fault (laughs) Did I do that? No we didn't You guys did Sorry
0: (laughs) Okay We'll catch you next week guys (laughs)